This is Upbeat with beatboxer, musician, speaker, and show host, Parker K. Hey, welcome to Upbeat, and thank you very much for being here and for listening in today or watching. If you're watching this on YouTube or on the website, parkercane.co, appreciate you being here. Uh, I've got an interview today with a really good friend of mine, Alex Williams. He's a content creator, content marketer, podcast host, and producer of many, many shows, which we'll get into uh, during this episode. Uh, but I'm excited to have him here on Upbeat. You know, if you've been listening to Upbeat in the last couple of months, last two months or so, then you've probably heard him interviewing me or at least clips of it because I've been on a couple of his shows multiple times and I typically share some of those clips here on Upbeat's channels uh, for all of you to hear. And so you may have heard him interviewing me. So I'm very excited to actually have him here on Upbeat to hear his story, his insight, and his expertise, you know, which a lot of it is in the world of podcasting. So we'll definitely be taking a deep dive into the world of podcasting here today. Uh, before we jump in, though, I did just want to encourage you to go check out his projects, check out his links, and I'll leave them in the description areas below. Uh, the first one is polytropist.fm. So it's like poly tropos p-o-l-y-t-r-o-p-o-s.fm so poly polytropos polytropos.fm <laughs> such a fun one to say um and then meco radio m-e-c-h-o radio meco radio.com so polytropos.fm and meco radio.com there you will find literally all of the podcasts that he's been working on. Some of them have been there a while and some of them are up and coming projects. So definitely go check them out. Uh, but with that said, let's get into this interview with Alex Williams. Welcome to Upbeat. Thank you so much for being here listening. And Alex, thank you so much for joining me on the show. I'm so excited to have you here, man. I am so excited to be here. I feel like this is months in the making. We've known each other for a while and now it's finally happening. So yeah, it's real. This, this may actually be years in the making because I think you've been there ever since I even started Upbeat. I, I have been listening to Upbeat, but we didn't know each other. This, this is kind of a weird thing, isn't it? Because <laughs> I, I knew who you were. You were like famous in my mind because uh, I saw your viral video. And I listened to your podcast uh, and then, and then we were living in the same town and we just kind of got in touch because of podcasting. I, I think, I think it was through LinkedIn. Yeah. Was it, Oh, was it Tim that put us in touch? I Maybe. can't Who, remember. <laughs> we got in touch over LinkedIn kind of for podcasting's sake. And then we lived in the same town, but because it was in the middle of the lockdown, we never met. We lived in the same town of 20,000 or so people, but never met. And uh, we, but we would like talk on the phone while living in the same town. It was so, it was so funny because I'd be out on a walk and I'm like, I'm talking to somebody on the phone in the same time. Anyways. And then, <laughs> yeah, now a year and a half after that, now we're finally recording this. That was a really roundabout way to, to get to that, but that's our whole, <laughs> that's our whole friendship journey. It is. Well, and that, those were interesting times too when that happened and and we uh, couldn't really meet up because of the lockdowns and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but podcasting still like really brought us together. Yep. And I'm excited to kind of get into that kind of stuff here on this episode. But before we jump into that and like some of the creative processes and things that you're up to, um, I want to introduce you to the listeners and have you 
um, you know, give us a quick breakdown of who is Alex Williams? What were you like maybe as a little kid and what has led you to where you are now? It's kind of a broad question, but yeah. <laughs> what was I like as a little kid? I sucked. I was like the worst, <laughs> the worst person. I was the little kid that people would look at and then look at my mom and say, I feel so bad for her. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and uh, I was the little kid. I was the little kid that people would look at and think, oh man, you know, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I was the worst. <laughs> um, and, uh, but I think at some point something clicked in my head that I was like, I gotta be better. And I think I worked on that. I, I kind of threw myself more into creativity and creative endeavors and also into being a more supportive, kind, thoughtful person which ultimately led me to trying podcasting. And, uh, and now it's been, it has been almost four years since I started podcasting. And, uh, and yeah, so that's, that's how <laughs> I'm here today because all I do now is podcasting, which is great. Oh yeah. And I'm excited to get into that. And I'm glad that, you know, even though you may have been a, a rough child, I'm just kidding. Um, you oh, found your, you found your passions, you know, and through that you were able to evolve to what you are today and do the things you're doing today, which I know are helping a lot of people, especially some of your more entrepreneurial kind of motivational podcasts that you've got, which I've shared some of the clips of the times that I've been on your show mm. here on Upbeat. Um, but okay, so now we're now we're with podcasting, right? Yes. What's what's like? Because for those listening, like Alex has not just one podcast; he's got many, many <laughs> <Yeah>. podcasts. <laughs> yeah. And not only does he have these podcasts, but he's like years ahead. <laughs> I'm years ahead. <laughs> he is very prepared and ahead, yeah. and he's interviewed hundreds and hundreds of people. So, what is it about podcasting that just totally amps you up? Oh, everything, like everything about it. So podcasting, I started podcasting with my first show, My Wax Museum, which Parker was gracious enough to, to join me on that. And uh, I started that because I was a bad listener and I wanted to improve my listening. So I got into that. And then I was like, huh, I, I just like found an appreciation for the medium. I had done some, you know, video stuff before that, making funny comedy sketches with friends, that kind of thing. And then I just kind of felt connected to podcasting. And so I got further and further into it and wanted to experiment. I wanted to try out different sounds. I'd listen to a podcast and be like, I wonder how they did that. And so I'd go into my editor and try it and see what I could put together and see what I could come up with. And I'd create shows that allowed me to practice those editing skills. And yeah, as time went on, I just fell more and more in love with the medium. It's open to everybody. It's really easy to get into and to get started with, but it's also like a whole universe. Like there's so much to learn and to try. And so it's a combination of the amount of things that you can do with it, but also the ease with, with which you can get started with it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and I think you bring up a really awesome point that is definitely notable, you know, actually two points that, that are in my mind right now. Basically, one, you went into it with a purpose of becoming better. Mm -hmm. you, you wanted to improve. You wanted to become a better listener. Um, 
and you wanted to become a better editor and you honestly you are a producer and you heard things that you thought were cool and you wanted to see if you could produce it at mm -hmm. the same quality so that's one point the other point is it's not as easy as people think it might be because a lot of times they think it's just hit record and you're done <laughs> but yeah. but you full well know that there is i mean it is easy to get into but mm -hmm. as far as like you know, overcoming perfectionism and as far as becoming a better listener and as far as producing something of great quality, there are a lot of skills to be learned and it's it's not something you can just do with your eyes closed. <laughs> no, you really have to pay attention. And I mean, you not only have to have your eyes open, but you have to have your ears open. You have to develop kind of an ear for, does that sound good? Do I like that sound? If you listened to all of my podcasts, You'll notice how the sounds change because I use my first mics that I started with, which are not made for podcasting. It was a lavalier mics. And then I went and I got uh, another set of mics and they worked okay. But then, you know, and then I changed and I get these ones and then I get this set up and then I do this. And there's a continuous changing of sound as you keep your ears open to developing your sound, to developing the sound that you want to present for your show. Yeah. Pictures change, the intros, outros change, the actual sound and the mics and equipment change. Yeah. You have yep. to learn to adapt because everybody's voices are different, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, especially just difference between male, female, high pitch, low pitch, those kinds of things. But yep. I mean, each voice, like you and I are both guys, but our voices are different. Exactly. Right. We have different voices. We're also using different mics and That's we true. also have different cadences. And we also, you know, like everything about, you know, what makes a person unique tends to come through, through the voice. Um, and you end up paying attention to that and learning how to edit so-and-so and how to edit so-and-so. And I mean, Parker, you, you've got a different guest on every single week and you've got to practice on all these different people. And every single week probably presents some sort of new challenge for how you're going to present. I think my favorite challenge though, it's actually my least favorite, but I think I'm the most proud of it, of, is o overcoming editing crappy Zoom calls. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> because, mm -hmm. you know, I did start initially with uh, in-person interviews yeah. and um, I, didn't, I wasn't even thinking bigger and like having access to the whole world. I was thinking, oh, I'm in this small town. Who's cool here that I could interview? Right. But when everything did go on lockdown, I was like, oh, wait, there's Zoom and there's a whole mm -hmm. world of people out there I could talk with. And yep. so immediately everything was virtual. So I was, uh, yeah, having to learn how to make, you know, that. I mean, you are in Canada right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, so like yeah. you're in Canada, I'm in Boise, Idaho in the US yeah. and uh, we're on a Zoom call and it's not going to be perfect audio. Um, yeah. Thankfully, you are a podcast guru like like me. So you are recording your voice on your end and I'll probably have mm -hmm. access to more mm -hmm. uh, quality audio. But for the most part, you interview people who just open their laptops or use their phone and it's really bad audio to work with. Yeah. And you just kind of have to take it. <laughs> like, uh, but I think, I think we, we've kind of developed as, as a society to take that. 
and to say like, oh no, they're, they sound like that because they're recording so far away. There's a little bit of leniency with, with people when you don't have that studio sound. It's, it's not as big of a deal uh, as, as it might be. And I think maybe the whole lockdown situation might've even helped that and helped people be more forgiving as far as audio quality. Although at the same time, if you've got good content, people are going to listen to it. Like I hear some podcasts that get hundreds of thousands of downloads and I'm like this show really, <laughs> but if people are into it, they'll listen. They don't, the quality is not as important as we sometimes think, which is too bad as two individuals who try really hard. Right, Parker? Yeah. Total perfectionists over here. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I, first person comes to mind is Gary V dude. Like he will just literally open his phone and talk and that'll become his content for the week. Mm -hmm. And um, he's riding in planes and cars and walking on the streets of New York. Like, and, and the audio is sometimes horrendous, but what yeah. he's saying is so golden yeah. that people listen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that's the thing is that, okay, cool. Your quality's good. Like you bought a fancy camera and a fancy mic. I'm calling you out specifically, Parker. <laughs> <laughs> but if your if if your audio, you know, or but if if what you're saying isn't a value to people, right? What are you doing, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's the point. Is regardless of quality, like prettily painted poo is still poo, right? You still have to present something of substance that people can take in and really find some appreciation for yeah which hopefully we're doing that right now uh for the upbeat listeners you know if you want to get started with podcasting these are some good things to know um and definitely feel free to reach out to either alex or myself if you want to learn more about getting started because it's definitely easier with a friend <laughs> it, we going through it alone sucked <laughs> yeah like you need people. And I think that's another thing that's great about podcasting is there is this really great community of, of people who are willing to help you and people who are willing to give you some criticisms and be honest and say, Hey, you know, I think like one of the criticisms I'm working on a new project right now that I got, somebody said the music kind of went on a little long and it was a little bit too repetitive. And I was like, okay, how do I change that? Right. Like you need people around you who are going to be supportive. And I think the podcast community does a really good job at that, at building that community. There's tons of people trying tons of different things. I've got friends who do D&D podcasts and I've got friends who have normal chat shows, friends who have kind of more entrepreneurial, creative -y things like Parker and I do and friends who have very carefully written fiction shows, you know, we all kind of work together and we all give each other feedback and give each other support. And so make sure, I think if you get into podcasting, get into the community, but even then, if you get into any creative project, get into the community, you know, there are people who are going to be willing to, to kind of boost you up and help you out and help you get going. Yeah. And one thing I've been totally blown away with is how many people are so willing to come on the show and support, you know, Big name people even just like, hey, like I'd love to interview as a guest on my podcast. And they're like, yes, let's do it. And they're so willing to support. And then, you know, you build that rapport, you build that friendship, you connect on social media, LinkedIn, email, whatever. And 
at the same time, you're building a really quality, huge network of people. Yeah. Yeah. You meet like crazy people through, through podcasting and people, this is what I always tell people. There's like this weird, if somebody messaged me on Instagram and said, Hey, Alex, uh, really love what you do. Uh, can we just like sit down and have a one hour zoom call? I'd be like, well, like I've got a lot of editing to do, you know, like you, you kind of think like a one hour chat with somebody. Right. And oh, I don't know. Can we make it 15 minutes? Like send me your questions ahead of time, that kind of thing. But then when it's podcasting, all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. You're going to record our conversation and put it on the Internet for everyone to hear. Yes. I like I am there. And there's that kind of difference in perspective just because you have a microphone and an Internet connection. And so podcasting does give you access to a lot of really interesting people because people love to talk. And what do they love more than talking is sharing their conversation on the Internet, I guess. Yeah. Or just the fact that oftentimes they're talking about what they are up to, like what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, podcasting, Parker and I, we had like, how long were we on the phone the other day? I guess it was probably only like half an hour or something, but, but like the last had, time we had like a four hour call. It was oh, crazy. Yeah. We we've had like hours and hours and hours on the phone, just like talking about podcasting. What are you doing with your podcast? Oh, have you thought about how to do this? Like, we love that kind of thing. So if you yeah. want help, like do message us. We, we, we love that sort of thing. We love those conversations, have them all day, every day. <laughs> yeah. So I have to ask, you went in with the goal of becoming a better listener. Yeah. Do you it, feel like you have done that? I think so. Yeah. Um, I have gotten a lot of remarks lately from people who I've been in friends groups with. They're like, yeah, you're really quiet. And I had one friend who she, she, she and I hung out the other week, but before that it had been like four years since we really saw each other. And she mentioned that she's like, you are so much more quiet and, um, and, and much more toned down. And it seems like you're just paying attention to everything that's going on around you. And I was like, it worked. Like, <laughs> it's I, true. I did it. So I think, I, I think it has worked uh, and it's definitely improved my relationships. Yeah. And the thing is, is that's just one thing, one area that you've probably been able to grow in, but you've, you've probably grown in tons of different ways, innumerable ways that we could try to get into on this, but we would turn this episode into a four hour phone call very, very <laughs> easily. Um, but it's really cool to see that those kinds of things are working. And I just want to, you know, I mentioned earlier at the top of the podcast that you've got multiple kinds of shows. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, like what new projects you've got coming out, which I know you've got something up your sleeve that you, mm -hmm. you'd want to talk about. And then also, um, maybe of what you've done so far, cause you do have a lot of shows. What's been like, like maybe a favorite project of yours. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what I've got going on right now, what I'm kind of in the thick of right now is a podcast called the creation stories, very original title, uh, but it's descriptive. And, uh, and so the creation stories is going to be a podcast where each season I'm going to focus in on a different story, a different creation myth. 
And we're starting with the creation myth of the Abrahamic traditions, which is the seven days of creation or uh, six days of creation if you're Islam. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm talking about those with a Muslim cantor, an Assyriologist, uh, or a Jewish cantor, uh, an Assyriologist, a Muslim imam, and an Anglican priest. And I have them on to tell the story, as well as talk about like where this story came from and why it's significant, why it was significant back then, and what it means today, and how you can build an appreciation for these stories. And then, of course, in subsequent se seasons, I'll be exploring other creation myths from around the world uh, because I have a great fascination with stories. So I'm excited to put that out. If you want to find that, it's already in your podcatcher of choice. You can already go and subscribe. I kind of have a placeholder trailer there, uh, which is just a minute of me explaining what it is. <laughs> That's coming out at the end of January, 2022. So I'm super excited for that one. And then as far as past projects that I've worked on that oh, I- Oh, well, real quick, you were, gonna, yeah. you were gonna send them to a link, I think. Um, oh, yes, yes. So yeah. if you go to polytropus.fm, that's kind of the my new brand for all of, my, all of these shows that really help develop uh, human complexity and, and showcase how complicated people are. Uh, you can go to polytropus.fm and that's poly as in polyester and tropos as in troposphere. Those are the best words I could think of that, that kind of fit in there, but it means complicated um, basically, or many facing. And uh, so that's polytropus. Kind of a fun word to say. It is a fun word to say. Polytropus. Polytropus.fm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'd be a fun one to try beatboxing too. So if you need a little jingle, let me know. Oh, but yeah, actually. <laughs> uh, but that, yeah, anyway, sorry to cut you off. You were about to get into your past projects too, which is maybe a favorite. Yeah, yeah. So uh, a past project, I mean, I have lots of projects that I've kind of started and dropped off of, and that's all part of the creative process. One past project that I worked on that I was thinking about today, it ended a year ago. Um, I, had to, I had to quit it. It was the people of home, which I th I'm sure I've talked to Parker about before. And um the the people of home was kind of this experiment i wanted to make this fictional interactive podcast but i didn't have the marketing skills or and i was in the middle of university at the time as well and like i was just totally unequipped to do it i was definitely out of my depth on this project it was going to be this whole fictional interactive podcast experience uh developing a, a nation a fictional nation it was, it was a cool idea and I, you know, uh, definitely bit off more than I could chew with it. But maybe that just, maybe that's me saying, you know, go out. If you have a creative project you want to work on, just go for it. You know, don't, even if you're poorly equipped, if it fails, if it fails, it's still an experience you had and that you learned from. I love that. So if you were to be a guest on your podcast, Broken Bulbs, would yes. that be one of your broken bulbs? That definitely, that would absolutely be one of my broken bulbs. Another one is that I had an SD card fail on me today. So <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> God, I love the, the tech, the equipment. Oh, I know. I know. This is the first time too. All my tech always works perfectly. And then, and then this happened, but Hey, four years with no problems. I'm doing really well for myself. <laughs> Not too bad. Yeah. And hundreds yeah hundreds of 
not only just episodes, mm. but like literal hundreds of people that you have been on a call exactly like this with. Yeah. 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 And that's why we have this one triple backed up. I'm recording it. You're recording it. And you're also recording it on another thing. So <laughs> yeah, we'll be okay. And we'll just break it down real quick. You're on uh, the Roadcaster Pro, right? Mm -hmm. yep. And then yep. we're recording via Zoom. Yep. Um, and then we're recording via my laptop on Adobe Audition. Yep. And so that's three for audio, but I've also got my camera and um, the camera's audio, which is not great audio, but technically but audio. we've got four recordings yeah. rocking right now. <laughs> look at us. Look at us go. I should like put my phone up on a tripod and like <laughs> record with that as well. Yeah, uh, not even using our phones yet. Do, do like an Instagram live while we, we're doing this? See, and that's a whole other thing. I mean, the, and this just goes to to show the depth of this industry, right? Or this field, this space, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have not even kind of gotten close to that point yet. I mean, I'm three years into Upbeat and I've never live streamed an episode and mm -hmm. like I've kind of wanted to, but people are using podcasting to grow on social media and, you know, it's a whole, it's a whole like strategy. You know, you've got your podcast episode for the week or even the month, some people, and then they break that down into all their little segments and it becomes their entire social media strategy and they utilize live streaming. Like we probably could have and should have done a live stream, um, but I'm just not, I just haven't been doing that and I need to continue growing. I think that's the hard part is that there's so many things that you could do that sometimes you get distracted by those and then you forget about the things that you have to do. What do you have to do to do a podcast? Well, you have to record your voice and put it on the internet. Okay, what are you going to expand on outside of that? Are you going to spend the money on mics or are you going to spend your, your time on research, on, on researching your topic? Is it a history podcast, right? And, and maybe the audio quality is not that important to you. And then how do you do marketing? Are you going to focus your marketing on Twitter or on Instagram or on Facebook? Like these are all things to think about. And then, you know, my sister has uh, some shows that she does and she does a lot of Instagram reels. I've never done one. You know, there, there's so many different things that you can do that you should do and <laughs> you really need to pick and choose and whatever you're doing, I don't know, just do it well, right? Like start small, do things well and, build out from there. So maybe next time you have me on the show, we can do uh, an Instagram live at the same time. We can <laughs> stream it maybe on YouTube or maybe on discord too. I've thought about that. You could just plug into discord. Yeah, I don't know. I've thought of discord too. Cause I also think, you know, it links to Patreon and some other things and it, yeah, it seems like a really growing app too, especially mm -hmm. in like the gaming communities, but I think yeah. even outside of gaming too. So, Oh Yeah. But yeah, crazy things. We could talk about so much. Um, one question I have com coming to mind though that I really want to just ask about is in all of your doings and all of your podcasting, do you feel like you are trying to reach a certain audience? Do you feel like um, you do it with the purpose also of helping other people? Yeah, I think um, there might not be a certain audience. I mean, each show has a different audience. I always say My Wax Museum's audience, it consists of the mothers of my guests. 
Um, that tends to be who listens, I think. Uh, but then my mom listened to mine, so yeah, exactly, right. And uh, and then the creation stories, you know, who is who is that for? I don't know. Anybody who wants to have a deeper appreciation, whether whether they're you know part of these religions that adhere to these creation stories or not, people who want an appreciation for stories and want to kind of see where they come from. That's the big thing that I'm about. The the message that I want to share, the the way that I want to help people is to help them realize we're all, you know, many facing. We're all polytropists. We all have these different faces that we use in different situations and different scenarios. I mean, Parker and I talk differently when we're recording a podcast together than when we're on the phone together, right? There's there's these different situations, these different faces, and I want to bring that to to light and to show people how multifaceted we are and and how multifaceted you are and i am and everybody that you meet and to just kind of see people um as john green would say more complexly yeah well and giving people a voice giving people a chance you know Mm -hmm. to like explain that um that's kind of a premise of why I start upbeat is I wanted to feature, you know, successful people who aren't technically in the limelight all the time. They're not the center of attention. They're not public figures, but they're, it doesn't mean they're not happy and successful, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. So people get that chance. I think that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I I mean, um, I saw something the other day and, and they were saying, Oh, successful entrepreneurs like Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, they listed like (laughs) these huge, huge successes, like insane. And then I'm thinking, oh, but they didn't mention my friend Rob or my dad or, you know, like the other entrepreneurs that I happen to know who I can point to and say, well, they're a success too because we kind of focus in on these behemoths, but what about, you know, the people who are just doing good things, like good and awesome things, right? Yep. I feel like your podcasts, maybe even collectively, not just with what you're planning with Polytropus, but I think your podcasts attract a really like inquisitive audience, people who Mm -hmm. just enjoy learning. Um, I find them fascinating. I especially love Broken Bulbs because that motivates me, you know, it's weird how learning people's failures motivates me, but everyone picks up and moves on and finds what their, what they, their true calling is. But inquisitive in the sense too, of just fascinating things. Like if I pull up YouTube right now and go to the Joe Rogan podcast, Mm -hmm. I am in trouble because I will be on a five hour rabbit hole of just learning about random stuff because I get sucked into learning about that. I want to learn about the weird sea creatures at the bottom of the ocean, (laughs) you know, just random (laughs) things. Um, But I think your podcasts kind of, kind of scratch that itch for people as well. Yeah. And I I think humans were, were naturally curious and creative. And uh, I just, I try to encourage that in whatever way that I can. Yeah. And you're doing a great job. And this has been a really great conversation about podcasting. You know, um, I was, I was really hoping I didn't have necessarily a plan of exactly what we were going to talk about today, 
but podcasting is what, you know, you and I are experts in. Podcasting yeah. is the thing we love to talk about and um, we feel as though we could help people. So, hopefully this episode was helpful. I'm sure it was for so many people. Um, but I do just want to ask before we kind of get into this last segment here that you've heard a bajillion times on the podcast, mm. you probably know exactly what's coming up. But yeah. um, is there anything that I didn't touch on that like you want to make sure we we get out there to the upbeat listeners? Yeah, yeah. You didn't compliment me on my long hair that I've been growing up. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, man. Thank you. Oh, thank and you. Uh, I'm trying some facial hair stuff. We'll see I'm how that it. works out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I love it. That's the thing. Hair is maybe this, this little uh, representation of life. You, you get a lot of different chances with it. You can try different stuff. You can mess it up and you can try again. It always grows back. And uh, that's, that's exactly what happens with creativity. It always grows back as, as long as you keep encouraging it. I love the analogy, man. That's great. <laughs> we'll clip that part for sure. <laughs> awesome. Well, Alex, what makes you upbeat? What makes me upbeat is other people, seeing other people going and, and kind of following their love and then encouraging it. Um, yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing. Seeing creative people and then, and, and giving them like an extra shove along their way to, to keep creating. Love it. Uh, who is your number one influence or inspiration? My number one inspiration is my niece. Um, just cause she's curious and she's smart and she's funny and, uh, and things make her laugh and she loves everybody that she meets. Uh, I think that's awesome. Lots of lessons we can learn from the little ones, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what music do you listen to? Oh, lately I've been very into this kind of like bluesy kind of country <laughs> rock kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then also a little bit of folk music. The Arcadian Wild is like always a good go-to for me. Uh, but I also really love like alternative music. I don't know. I, I kind of take it all in, but those are my like three big ones that right now I'm like, yeah, that's great. That's good stuff. <laughs> awesome. Uh, do you have any favorite TV shows right now or anything? Favorite TV shows? Hmm. Uh, Star Trek, man. Star Trek Lower Decks. Hilarious. Very funny <laughs> show. Even if you're not a Star Trek fan, it's a good, it's a good starter. They, you know, if you're a Star Trek fan, it's super funny. If you're not a Star Trek fan, it's very funny. So you're going to enjoy it either way. Star Trek Lower Decks. It's my wreck. <laughs> That's my wreck. I love that yeah, way of yeah, saying yeah. recommendation too. That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know why I said wreck. That's I don't my know. wreck. <laughs> it works. It works. Um, what's your favorite word? My favorite word is fulpada, which is a uh, turtle in Swedish. Wow. Yeah, I was expecting yeah. a polytropus. That's my new favorite oh, one to say anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, polytropus, polytropus is very good, actually. I do like polytropus. Uh, it does kind of roll off the tongue, right? Right. You, it's, yeah. it's, you hear it and you think it's probably going to be complicated to say, but then it's not that complicated to exactly, say. Exactly, right? It's just polytropus. <laughs> yep. And I would have yeah. laughed so hard if you messed it up right there. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? 
it's just po- polytropos. That's kind of how it's spelled. But uh, yeah, it's just polytropos. That's awesome. Um, favorite social media or or website too. Just give the links that um, you feel are best suited for people to go to if they want to reach out to you and connect with you. Oh yeah, definitely Instagram. That's where I publish all of my all of my podcast stuff. You can follow me personally on Instagram at Alex Williams, and I spell that A L E X W I L L I A M N S. Alex Williams is a common name. Like, what did you expect? Uh, I've <laughs> got to spell it differently. So I'm sure Parker will put that in the show notes for, mm-hmm. for people. Um, but yeah, go follow me personally on Instagram. I don't post a ton on there, but I, I do use the stories. Like if I have a new podcast coming out uh, and then uh, the creation stories has an Instagram account as well. I think it's just at the creation stories. I don't have anything on there yet, but uh, in the coming weeks, there will be stuff. So awesome. And then Those are the best places. The polytropist.fm, right? For the new podcast stuff. Yes. And yes. then uh, if you want to explain to the breakdown real quick of Mecco Radio, I've been sharing Mecco Radio and all the other uh, clips I've shared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, which works perfectly well. I mean, Mecco Radio is kind of the housing for all of my podcasting stuff as well as my siblings podcasting stuff. So you're, if you go on there, you'll also find my sister's podcasts. I have two sisters who have podcasts and one sister that I do some podcasting with. Um, but Mecco Radio will have all of that. Polytropist.fm will exclusively have the stuff that I feel really ties in with my message of uh, promoting curiosity about humans. Um, and, and yeah. Does that, did that work? Awesome. Does that make sense? Yeah, that works great. <laughs> and we've reached the part of the podcast episode where I will beatbox your name it. real quick. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. And oh, if you want, since Polytropus is so fun to say, you're welcome <laughs> to add Polytropus in there as well. Okay, cool. By Alex Williams. Yes. Clap, clap, clap. I'm gonna clap quietly into the microphone. Clap, 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 clap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. So there you have it, my interview with Alex Williams. And of course, we'd both love to connect with you. You can find me at my website, parkerkane.co, parkerkane.co, and Alex on LinkedIn, or on his project websites, polytropist.fm or mechoradio.com. If you enjoyed this episode or got value from it, then please leave an upbeat review and share it with a friend that is always super appreciated. You're the best. I'll see you next week. This is Upbeat with beatboxer, musician, speaker, and show host, Parker K. Subscribe at parkerk.co.